0: We'd like to welcome you back to, I think, the fourth and final part here of our current event and weekly Bible study for March 6, 2017. Next report, Marine Sergeant, uh, Sergeant's Facebook video gets 44 million views in a week asking a simple question. Sean Hannity interviews a retired U.S. Marine who works as a private security contractor to Facebook to warn of the dangers Americans still face in Iraq. Steve Gurn's video, which was posted from Iraq and has been viewed more than 45 million times, just came a few days after President Trump's executive order triggered massive protests at U.S. airports, where he wanted to ban, uh, like, seven countries that were highly, highly uh, involved in terrorist activity from coming into the country as a temporary ban. And, then you know, the whole world's going to end because that happens. It's just going to end the way the liberal left acted. But, you know, remember, Satan protects his own, so... Of course, they're going to go nuts. Um, it triggered massive protests at U.S. airports. Trump's orders involved restricting access to the United States for refugees and some visa holders from Iraq, Iran, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen. I mean, some of the most worst places on the planet where they, where they breed these Islamic terroristic devils. Oh, of course, just let them all in. Don't vet them or nothing. I mean, come one, come all. We've seen the wonderful fruit just now. I mean, in in in, in a ton of other studies I've done, all you got to do is you know research the news every day these are good people these are salt of the earth you know why not let them all in uh this was said the aides and the experts who asked not to be identified the restrictions on the refugees are likely to include a multi-month ban on admissions from all countries until the state departments and the department of homeland security can make the vetting process more rigorous but they shot that down no no they're all they're all coming in still and you know let's go ahead and watch this
1: former marine staff sergeant steve gurn was working as a private security contractor in iraq well at least until a few days ago when he was forced to flee the country Now he posted a video on facebook talking about president trump's temporary travel ban it got more than 44 million views watch this
2: i'm currently in, in iraq which is one of the countries that uh, we're on the list um and there's been a lot of discussion about the executive order Obviously in the United States is lots going on and uh, over here. There's a lot of going on as well Um, just a lot of things you all don't see so um, the other morning uh, we were having a discussion on the executive order and a lot of the Iraqis obviously showed their uh, their displeasure in this executive order and uh, why they feel like they've been betrayed by the United States. So this is the
0: executive order where the seven countries, they're, 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 they weren't, it was going to be a temporary ban on these highly terroristic Islamic, almost exclusively Muslims coming from these countries. And they were, and they were all up in arms about it, these, these Iraqis or whatever. They were all, they're just beside themselves with, with righteous indignation over this, you know? And
2: so, I listened to what they had to say and after, after they were done, you know, yelling and screaming about their their opinion on things I asked a simple question and I got an answer to that simple question I got it without hesitation my simple question was as an American if I went out in town right now would I be welcome and, uh, they so he's in
0: Iraq as a soldier, and he's asking these devil, demon-possessed Muslims who are all up in arms over this temporary travel ban that Trump issued. And he's like, if I go out into your town as an American, and I'll let him say the rest.
2: And he said, absolutely not. You would not be welcome. And I said, okay, so what would happen if I went out of town? And they said, the locals would snatch me up and kill me within an hour
0: yeah because they're so loving and tolerant and peaceful see the 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 double standard that these satanic devils they're so demonically deluded and blinded only one standard applies to them and 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 yet everybody else has to conform to that standard because that's what they believe their satanic truth is um
2: i'd be tortured first and after they were done torturing me i'd probably be It would, you know, go on video for everybody to see as, you know, an example. And they
0: would be celebrating, too, and, and, and holding up his, his decapitated head and and probably burn his body and, and you, know, you know, just stuff that normal people would do, you know, just fun-loving, you know, uh, pie-in-the-eye, lampshade-on-your-head type of fun guys that, you know, that Islam pri- primarily encompasses. I mean, these are the type of fun-loving souls that, that gravitate toward Islam, you know?
2: What I'm trying to make is, you know, this is the local populace that would do this. This isn't ISIS. This isn't Al-Qaeda. This oh. isn't the PMU. This isn't a militia from the Iranians or anything yeah. like that. This is the local... The lo- yeah, this is Islam.
0: This is what I've been trying to hammer home for so many years now regarding Islam. This is fundamental Islam and just an example of it. This is, this is real Islam. This is what you should expect from them. This is how wicked and evil they are. As just a matter of course. ...populists that would do
2: this. Um, So, my question to them was pretty simple then, after that. If you would do this to me in your country, why would I let you in my country? Because all this means to me is that if you have the opportunity to take the life of an American, you would do it.
0: And that's what's coming. All the sleeper cells, all the ones that are here that have been kind of told for the time being, stand down. Of course, that's even, we're going to look at something where there. I mean, there's been a lot of instances where they've, they've gotten, they're getting rowdy, they're getting they're getting fired up, the ones that are here, and there's a lot of them that are here. There are whole towns that are taking over, like Dearborn, um, Michigan, and these types of places where they're primarily all Muslims. They're taking over certain towns and enclaves and things of this nature they've got their muslim terrorist cells that are getting ready to go hot and active um they're just more covert here but there's a lot of them here obama obama was bringing them in on ups planes under the cover of darkness he's bringing them across the border on buses with blacked out white buses with blacked out windows i reported on all of this stuff He's doing everything he could. And then under the cover of all of these religious organizations, all these 501c3 devil religious organizations like Catholic Charities and Lutheran Charities, and you name it, you name what kind of 501c3 whore religion, bringing them in under those too. I I got into all, I mean, and and, and even showed you the distribution of the states and the places they were bringing them. They're here. They're here. They may not be here in the numbers that are in, in Europe yet, but... He did everything he could to bring as many of them as he could. And again, leaving the border wide open, allowing all to come in there, and then all the other illegal aliens, and then the drug cartels, and then the, you know. Obama did his level best to do as much as he could to destroy this country, and now he's coming back for a second bite at the apple. And and, um, through George Soros and and through this this, um, Valerie Jarrett and Eric Holder, and all of these organizations that are yoked up with him to finish the job. And that involves taking out Trump and his cabinet.
2: So, maybe that's something you all need to think about back there. If this is the way some of these cultures feel, this is the way that these countries feel about Americans, why would you be so naive to believe that If they came to the United States, they would do anything any different than what they
0: would do right here in their own country. They're just, they're just that when they get here, yeah, they want to slit your throat. Yeah. They want to rape your daughters. Yeah. They want to subjugate you. Yeah. They want to behead you. Of course they do. They just, they're not in enough numbers yet. They haven't had the green light to do that yet. Okay. But their day, I mean, literally this is something we could be dealing with in the next month or two months with this Arab Spring type of George Soros. I mean, if they start triggering these movements, we've just given you all of the proof today. And in previous studies that I've been saying for years, there's going to come a day when they activate these Islamic terror cells that are already here. There is an end game here. This isn't like something that's just going to go away. Even if Trump gets in there, he's going to, I mean, uh, he's in there, but if he's able to actually start ferreting and start, getting these this cancer purged out of this these these devils need to go i mean if they're not the enemy of, of america i don't know what is Just now
1: to share his story is steve Gerns. steve good to see you thanks for being here thank you sir thanks for having me i know you say these are simple questions that you're asking but they're really profound questions that clearly hit a nerve uh, were you surprised by the 44 million views?
2: Absolutely, I was. Uh, I posted that at 11 o'clock at night, and I went to bed. I uh, got up at 05 the next morning for, uh, to get ready for mission. And I was told that uh, it had hit 1.1 million at that time. I didn't think anything of it. I uh, kind of laughed it off, and I, I went out on mission, got my weapons, and uh, came back from mission, put my weapons up, and I uh, was figuring... About that time it was around five million views and I was expecting obviously uh, a call on the radio to make it to the office. And uh, I mm-hmm. shortly, shortly after got that call. All
1: right, so you really were advised this had gone so viral and people now know what you look like. You were sent home. Is there any chance you get to ever go back?
2: I don't know what the intentions are of uh, the, the company I'm currently working for or employed by. I do know that um, I was removed, obviously, for safety issues. So um, I do not know exactly where, where we're going to go from here. All right. Look, I guess the,
1: what's so frustrating about this is, to me, it's a very simple equation. So in other
0: words, because this video went so viral, they had to get him out of there because then he would become a massive target of the, of the Muslims. He can't go up there and, and speak this kind of truth. You know, how, how dare this infidel speak this kind of truth? You know, he, he would have been dead. They would have targeted him, in other words.
1: We're not saying that you can't come to America. We're saying that we need to check you out.
0: No, I, I think they shouldn't be able to come here. I, I don't think that any Muslims should be. Look at the cancer. I'm sorry. I, I, I look at what their agenda is. I don't care. You can call yourself peace-loving all day long. At the end of the day, when this stuff goes hot, they're all going to be on the same team. And those other Muslims are going to be right with the other ones, and they're not going to do anything to hinder what their brethren are doing. I'm sorry. I don't think they should be here at all. I think this is a devil death cult bent on world domination, and it's like, you want to let that cancer in? I don't think so. You know, I don't think so. That's that, I mean, if I was president, that's what I'd do.
1: What really bothers me deep down inside is when all our top intelligence officials are telling us that we, that, that ISIS will infiltrate the refugee population. Well, ISIS may be evil, but that doesn't mean they're stupid. And I got to imagine that they would train people to withstand whatever questioning would come their way. How do you ever positively ascertain what is in somebody's heart? If they want to come to America, if they want to come here for freedom, or they want to come here to proselytize, or they want to come here to, to hurt Americans and blow up a, a school. They all
0: pray to the same devil at the end of the day. So they're all, they're all defiling the land. When they come in, they're a container for Allah and his demons. And that's, that's my justification. Nobody, nobody in the, obviously in the mainstream media, will look at it that way. Even if they say they're peace-loving you know whatever you want to practice that devil death cult religion you don't do it in america that's how i feel look at the fruit i mean look at how they really feel the ones that are that are actually being fundamental to their faith look i mean they'd kill you they'd behead you in a heartbeat they'd rape your daughter turn turn them into turn her into a sex slave in a heartbeat and i'm supposed to be tolerant of this of this kind of wickedness against the innocent i don't think so or a mall or whatever
2: you're really not going to be able to, and and the, what I have learned over the years of of working, you know, in Iraq and Afghanistan is they're very good at manipulation. They they can manipulate just about anyone, and they're really good at it.
0: So. Well, that, that, why is that? Well, the 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 Quran, the Bible, their Bible, their wicked, corrupt Bible. The Quran says that Muhammad was the best of all deceivers. Okay, it says that about Muhammad. Well. Aren't they supposed to emanate Muhammad, their, their leader? Yeah, of course. So that gives them justification. The Quran also says that um, it is perfectly fine to lie and to deceive an infidel as long as it is advancing Islam. Okay, so you can lie. You go, Oh, no, no, we're peace-loving. This is another reason I don't believe that garbage. Because they're told to lie to infidels in order in 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 order f- before they get the the proper numbers where they can actually impose Sharia law okay where you know women are going around in beekeeper suits have to go around beekeeper suits and you know general mutilation and, and subjugation of, of of the infidels and paying jizra to them this tax or what all of these things that entails in, sh- in Sharia law and then jihad which is their term for holy war where they can come in and just kill you and, and subjugate you and do whatever they want, just is exactly what they, they do, like in Syria and these places, where they can do this. Where our governments funded them and helped them do it. The Obama administration. So, you know, that's where I would rest my case. So they
2: can tell you what they, you know, what they want you to hear, and they can keep that up for many, many years, and then eventually when it's time, they'll they'll do what they believe is right. And if that is yeah. to, you know, hurt, hurt an American or, or hurt many of us at one time, they're going to do it.
1: Oh, I think your admonition, um, I know you said these are simple questions, but they're very deep, very profound, and very timely and relevant to the debate that's going on in the country. Sir, glad you got home safe. Thank you for being with us. Congratulations on the 44 million hits
0: My my contention, and the more I've ever reported on this subject, and I haven't done huge sweeping reports on Islam lately, if you've noticed, because I've done so many, and I'm sure a lot of people were just like, okay, I've had whatever, you know, you can only restate something so many times, Um, but to me, it's not enough. Like just what we're talking about here, this isn't hardcore enough. Why aren't people like freaking out about this, this this wickedness? That it that that is just part and parcel of Islam. It, it is what it is. You look at all the wickedness it's committing, wherever it goes, and and yet you know oh, it's politically incorrect to say anything and all this other stuff. These people are demon possessed vessels of Satan, bent on your destruction. They're raping, killing, stealing. I mean, all in the name of Allah, and thinking they're doing God's will or whatever. I, I just think. There needs to be way more outrage over, over this devil death cult. Here's the next report. Minnesota, mob of Somalis, which is, I believe, one of the countries that, yeah, Somalia, one of the countries that um, Trump wanted to restrict. Um, I mean, we're talking, you know, really special kind of evil. A lot of the, the Muslims coming out of Somalia the Muslim men, the Maba Somalis rage through upscale neighborhood threatening to kidnap and rape homeowners. This is just a prelude of things to come if the average American doesn't do anything and sits on their laurels and then lets what what's gonna happen in I, I, I hope to God if Trump stays in office, he's gonna shut this down, you know, but um, this is just a prelude of things to come. This is just them starting to show their true colors. They're getting enough numbers now. Where they're starting to get uppity, and they're starting to to show their true colors. And in certain areas, they're, they're actually the dominant population in America now. So, you're going to see more of this. Of course you won't see this story on ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, or MSNBC, or any other liberal news devil station. Because gangs of Muslim refugees threatening innocent people inside their homes isn't news. A mob of up to 30 young Somali men paraded through one of Minneapolis's more upscale neighborhoods last week, yelling disparaging comments and threats against homeowners. A female resident of, and you know what would have happened if like a, a homeowner would have come out there with like a AK-47 and just pointed it at him and as they were going by, as they were, be, as he was being threatened. That guy would have been taken to jail and probably put in jail for the rest of his life, most likely, even though he was the one being threatened his family was the one being threatened, guaranteed. That's probably what would have happened unless the sheriff there or whoever, whatever it was called would have been, you know, extremely sympathetic toward him because you, you know, you you can't do that. You got to just let these devils say whatever they're going to say, threaten whatever they're going to threaten and, you know, just shut up about it. Anyway, um, a female resident of the neighborhood obviously shaken in a tv interview related to how she was screamed at by somali men who threatened to kidnap and rape her yep they were screaming at the house they were going to kidnap you and they were going to rape you one minneapolis resident told kstp tv it was very traumatizing experience well can you imagine actually being raped can you imagine these these devils descending on her and raping her and maybe her her if she has daughters or whatever and doing what the, they're doing to those white girls in Europe that they're targeting? You can you imagine their trauma? Somalis living in Minneapolis are almost all Sunni Muslims, and residents of the Lake Calhoun area said this isn't the first time a group of Somali men has made an intimidating march through their neighborhood, which is filled with million-dollar homes. No hate crime charges are apparently being considered by either the Minnesota authorities or the Obama Justice Department, headed by Loretta Lynchpin. No, of course not. There's no hate crime here. They just, they were showing you how much they love you and how much they they tolerate your culture and how much they love your culture. That's all that was. It was all love. That's all it was. It's just the way they they show love is just a little bit warped and twisted and perverted. It's just different than you or I, how you or I would show love. You know, they do it a little different way. They're funny that way. You know, It's, it's a little quirky thing about Islam, they show you love by raping your children, by gently mutilating the women and their own daughters with dirty razor blades, by having little chai tea boys and things of this that they can rape at will, by subjugating the women and turning them into sex slaves, by killing and beheading and slaying the infidels, by burning them alive, by drowning them, by torturing them. That's how Islamic men in particular show love. You know, it's just everybody has their ways. So who am I? Who am I? You know, to say anything disparaging against such a wonderful devil death cult is Islam. Who am I? I need to shut my mouth. I really do. I think I've preached a sermon to myself just now that I need to listen to. And just stop stop all the hate. I need to stop being a hater on Islam. It has so much to offer the world, you know? Who, who could deny that? Sorry, I, I digress. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry, I have to use sarcasm sometimes to <laughs> deal with all of this. Um, no arrests have been made. No, no. And the Minneapolis media appear to be largely uninterested in reporting on the mob threats. Of course, of course, because they're following the pattern of Europe. Okay, And this is why I'm screaming so much about this because I don't want what's going on in Europe to start happening here as a matter of course and as a matter of just, you know, oh, this is normal behavior now. This is the kind of tyranny that I now live under having to deal with this garbage. According to a Minneapolis police report, between 20 to 30 young Somali men showed up in front of a woman's house at about 9.30 in the morning and started shouting insults. The comments turned to threats, the reports said. Oh, boy. Okay, so we got that. Here's the next report, and switching gears. um, But again, all of these reports I'm doing today, whether it's the pedophilia in the Catholic Church, whether it's the pedophilia in Islam, whether it's the world domination or subjugation by Islam, all of the stuff I've reported on with Cal Exit, La Raza, all the Muslim terror cells, all the Obama stuff, the George Soros stuff, all of this stuff is related now into, into um, what they're planning for America and how they're going to actually attack America. And, and again, I've given you a lot of different ways they could spring this, and I think it's going to be a combination of a lot of different stuff that we're doing today. And this is why we need to be praying against it and praying God destroy their wicked plans and destroy, you know, Binding and Loosing. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just, I really believe in that biblical concept that Jesus Christ gave his followers, you know. And I just feel like if the body of Christ was doing that, from a biblical standpoint, on a daily basis, just as part of their prayer. It doesn't have to be everything you do, but you just really believe it could change the world for the better, you know? I mean, do we battle against flesh and blood? Or are we battling the demons and devils that actually emanate and operate through the through the Muslims, through George Soros, through that? Well, okay, well, how would you deal with that on a spiritual basis? Well, the most direct way, one of the most direct ways is binding and loosing. okay. And then also, there's a lot of other scriptural principles you could also apply to that as well. But it is one tool. It is one weapon of our warfare, which is not carnal, according to the Bible. So, anyway, um, this was out of Tallahassee. A broad net cast in North Florida by law enforcement officials to catch child predators landed a dozen men. Here's another bust that happened. This just happened February 23rd. A retired U.S. Army colonel a high-ranking Florida State University attorney, and a page and messenger um, manager for the Florida House of Representatives, among others, who were attempting to meet up with young girls. As part of the major sting, 12 men ranging from 21 to 70 were arrested by authorities after they made contact through emails, text, chat rooms, and internet ads, and undercover officers pretended to be teen girls. In the state-run version of To Catch a Predator, authorities lured in the potential sex offenders by pretending to be females. Investigators in the operation named Cupid's Arrow chatted with countless men online. However, only the sickos stayed around once the investigators, acting as girls, told them they were just children. Almost adults online immediately stopped communicating with these investigators. Paris says once they believed they were children, the 12 suspects that were arrested during the operation only became more interested okay so there's another you know pedophile ring, and it's just one of the multitude that's happened in the last few months it's been amazing now i've done a lot of teachings on the subject of pedophilia and i give you it looks like ooh, a lot of different links here uh disney exposed catholic priest pedophiles child porn uh pedophilia pandemic high level cover-ups i mean a lot of different studies i give you the links to here um, in the PDF, it's be um, probably on page 9 of the PDF for uh, March 6, 2017. Here's another one, getting back to the old Catholic priests. Probably should have married this one with the Pope thing. Uh, mass graves are found in disused sewers at former Catholic home for unmarried mothers in Ireland, following decades of suspicion that hundreds of babies were buried in unmarked sites. Remains found in Bon Secours' mother and baby home in County Galloway, Ireland. There could be as many as 800 dead, ranging from 35 weeks to 3 years old. That 35 weeks old is a baby to 3 years old. The bodies may have been placed in an old sewer. They were placed in an old sewer, at least I think the majority, which was disused. meaning they stopped used it in 1937. So, hey, let's just take all the, these dead bo- babies and put them in the sewer, you know. Uh, in the 1970s, local boys found a pile of bones in an underground chamber. The inquiry was launched after local historian Kathleen Cor- Corliss said there was an evidence of an unmarked graveyard in the home where records showed almost 800 children died between 1925 and 1961. However, there was a burial record for just one child. So what were they covering up? Could this have been a gigantic pedophile ring that was going on where child sacrifice was occurring and they didn't want to have any uh, backlash from all the dead bodies? I don't know wh- how, how you could not say, some, how could you have that many bodies with only one burial record and say there wasn't anything nefarious going on? No, I think it was high-level child sacrifice. And what would probably end up happening is I, is is the um, a lot of times the um, nuns will act as a cover for the priest. The priest will come in, maybe perform the ceremony, sacrifice the child. The nuns will participate at these really satanic convents in, in places like this where they're just overtly satanic. Because there's a lot of factions of the Catholic religion that are just overtly satanic. Okay, Obviously, they're not going to advertise them in the yellow pages. you know. But there are. They exist. They're, they're a Luciferian devil death cult. And, and their true intention is what all the pedophiles want, is to... The highest form of of pleasure they derive uh to please their god satan is child sacrifice so come on i mean (laughs) one burial record but 800 children there and nobody has any idea what happened give me a break so you know this was going on here and then you look at the catholic church's history not not only current history but previous history so please this is what we know is going on um uh, the last of the Magdala asylums was closed down only a few decades ago. The church incarcerated young women. Oh, this was a comment from the article, from that report. And it's this guy is called the Moral Manager. He's from London, United Kingdom. He said, the last of the Magdala asylums was closed down only a few decades ago. The church incarcerated young women and employed them as slave labor in its laundriettes. Yet none of the guards have ever been prosecuted. Just like the priests beyond despicable now i did a teaching and i'm just going to read you the um this table of contents about it and then we're, we're done with today's sermon or teaching um uh, this is called the horrific story of a roman catholic cloistered nun sister charlita the black veil unfortunately the audio for this got lost i don't i think it's when i did all the conversions and and um we upgraded the website and I, this is one of the ones I couldn't find. There was like a couple teachings out of the thousand parts that I've done where sometimes it would turn up missing. I just what would something would happen. But there's enough on this. I've got a PDF you can still access, and there's enough on this. The actual audio recordings where you can find out plenty. The testimony of Sister Charlotte is disturbing and shocking, but provides important insights into the worst worst of convent life as well as the dynamics of romanism meaning the catholic church it testifies with others such as maria monk and the martyr in the black and the martyr in black the life story of sister justina these are i guess are books as well as testimonies of former priests such as chicory the priest the woman the confessional friesborn 30 years in hell and hogan auricular confession and popish nunneries Sister Charlotte's testimony seems incredible, but only because most people do not know the history of the Catholic religion. This testimony was taken from a cassette tape recorded of and I believe during the, during the, um, the, the audio that I recorded, if I remember right, I played the I played her, her cassette, which you can still go listen to. Uh, I believe I'll give you the links here. The cassette recording of Sister Charlotte giving her testimony in a Christian gathering. She got saved. Sources have told us that Charlotte was born in 1898 and entered the convent in approximately the year 1910. She experienced salvation conversion in 1945 and began giving this testimony in the next few years following her conversion throughout the United States and Canada. She was was seriously brave. Because back then, you have to understand, you do this kind of stuff, you're dead. You know, I mean... (sighs) Was it like it was today where with the information high when a lot of this stuff's widely available? Where, where, you know, you can say stuff that you could not have said 40 years ago and still lives? is what I mean. No, I'm not saying God couldn't protect you. But it was much more risky doing it then. Anyway, at the introduction, the pastor indicates she mysteriously disappeared two years after this testimony, this audio testimony, was given and was never heard from again. So they got her. They got her, but she went down swinging. Praise the Lord, Jesus Christ, and she gave this. Um, there again, there's no audio, but you can listen to the um, audio here. And I give you a link, and then I give an alternate link, and you know you can always search for it on the internet as well. Sister Charlotte, was it um, Sister Charlita? S H A R L E T T A in the black veil. If you just search for that, you'll probably find it. But I give you the link here to the end of the PDF. And her account and testimonies and additional information in print format. I give you a link there and then I give my fifty-five page of Catholic, my fifty-five page PDF uh, entitled Catholicism Exposed Fifty Five Pages of Atrocities. Yeah, I've done a lot on Catholicism. A lot. <laughs> That's, if you can Catholicism, you you'll get You could probably literally listen for days on end of all the teachings I've done on Catholicism. Like, just not even taking breaks. (laughs) I mean, just one after another after another. I've probably covered Catholicism as a subject um, almost as much as I've covered, uh, I'd say, Islam. They're probably pretty comparable. I covered more Catholicism earlier in, in the ministry because Islam hadn't so reared its um pus infested infested ugly head as much as it did in more recent times as it is now where where you know we're reporting on like the stuff we we said today. Um, sorry, anyway. Um, that's all I have for today. So I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us Lord. I pray you bless my listeners, Lord. I pray to God you bless the body of Christ. I pray you bless the innocent Lord. Deliver the innocent, Lord God, from the hands of the wicked. The unborn babies, Lord God, that are scheduled to to be aborted, Lord. I pray to God that you save them. That you shut down the abortion clinics worldwide, Lord God. That you annihilate these devil pedophiles, Lord God. And these pedophilic networks and these Luciferian networks. And all these networks, Lord God, where they traffic uh, in in, um, human souls, basically, Lord. Like what the Bible talks about in Revelation, where they traffic in and babies that are scheduled for sacrifice and torture, Lord, and these snuff films. I just pray to God you expose it all, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I feel like if this doesn't happen, Lord God, quickly um, this agenda will go forth, Lord, and, and um, darkness will totally fall on this planet, Lord, if, if, if without your intervention. These pedophilic devils, Lord, I pray to God, for their annihilation in the name of jesus christ i pray those if it's possible i praise those those that can be saved i pray they would but i'm praying god for their their annihilation of their network of these people that they be exposed god that you would strip them bare of all their witchcraft power protection in the name of the lord jesus christ and that you dispatch lord god legions and legions of warrior angels of whatever type of angels are necessary lord god in order to fight against this wickedness, to annihilate this wickedness, Lord God. I pray to God that the wicked would not prosper, Lord God, that Obama would not prosper, the Clintons would not prosper, George Soros. I pray to God that their own tongues would fall upon themselves, that you hedge their way up with thorns, Lord God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you have these these heathen devils, these pedophilic devils, these Muslim devils. I pray to God you'd have them in derision. I pray to God they would turn on each other and devour one another if they will not repent, God, if they will not be saved. And you know the beginning from the end, Lord. I pray to God in the name of Jesus Christ they turn on each other and devour one another in the name of Jesus Christ and that you have them in confusion, Lord God. Cut off all their lines of communication in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. By the power of the Holy Spirit, your angelic host, and through the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of god the blood of jesus christ be against these devils in the name of the lord jesus christ and i pray to god that your name be glorified through all this that many would be saved as a result of your righteous actions and that and that um lord god that again just that your name be glorified lord god and that great fear would fall upon the wicked lord and upon this world lord because the fear of the lord lord god i know that it leadeth many to repentance in the name of jesus christ and the goodness and the severity of the Lord leadeth people to repentance. And I just pray for all of that in whatever quantity is necessary in order to save souls, Lord God, and in order to advance the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ on this earth. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.